Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me again. This is SMH Podcast. I am your host, Shania. Thanks for joining me, guys. Follow me on social media. My Instagram is smhpodcast96, and my Twitter is smhpodcast1. That's the at for it, smhpodcast1. Thanks, guys, for joining me for another episode. Today, we have a special episode because it is the first day of our 12-day podcast Christmas special. I can't wait to get started for you guys. It's going to be fun and exciting, so I hope you guys subscribe, you know, tell me what you think about it, like it, but today we're going to get it, let's get into it. So the first, this episode is going to be about the Grinch, (laughs) the Grinch, the Grinch, (laughs) that was weird and awkward, but whatever. The Grinch is my favorite Christmas movie, so we're going to do a review on the Grinch. Um, as a whole, the Christmas movie. But I wanted to uh, read this thing to you guys first. I found it online. It is the 12 days of Corona. <laughs> We're all going through the coronavirus. If you know somebody that's been through it, I myself have contracted the coronavirus. I did my 14-day quarantine and I am free. So if you know somebody, you know, or whatever, everybody needs to protect themselves, wear your face mask. Make sure you wash your hands, wear hand sanitizer everywhere you go. Just make sure you protect yourselves, your family, and everybody during this holiday season. So I got the 12 days of Corona. I'm going to sing it to you guys. <laughs> Here it goes on the 12 days of Corona. My In the year 2020, my fortune gave to me 12 border closings, 11 total freakouts, 10 sanitizers, 9 streaming binges, 8 canceled plans, seven TP rations, six feet apart, five facial masks, four conspiracies, three headaches, two quarantines, and a case of my favorite wine. Uh, Because I know we've all been there during this whole coronavirus. Listen, if you ain't had wine, you didn't had some type of form of alcohol, beer, something in your house because the quarantines have been crazy. Two quarantines, y'all. We in our second one. And it's just like, ugh, I'm so over this. I'm so ready for this to be over. But we gonna get into it. Like I said, this episode is about the Grinch. The Grinch started off like a lot of people probably don't know. The Grinch started off as a children's book um, back in like the 1950s. A lot of people, you know, media, TVs were not like a big thing back then. You know, if you had a TV, you were like considered rich in a certain way. Um, but it started off as a children's book, which then turned into a movie in 1957. No, that, that's when the book came out. Sorry. The book came out in 1957. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It was a children's book by Dr. Seuss. Um, it was written in rhythm and rhyme. I'm reading a little description to y'all. It follows the Grinch, a grumpy, solitary creature who attempts to put an end to Christmas by stealing Christmas-themed items from the homes of nearby townsmen who lived in Whoville and all that. But then he realizes that Christmas may not be you know, all about money and presents. And that's what makes him have a change of heart. That was what the book was about. It was established in 1954. Um, And then in 1966, that's when they came out with the... um, animated television uh, special. Um, And that was, you know, 
inspired by the book. And that was a cartoon animated special. It was shown on CBS um, in December uh, 18th, 1966. Um, and it went on to be like a phenomenal Christmas classic. Like if you knew, like it, it doesn't matter who you were, if you were a kid, you know, an adult, you always, everybody knew about the Grinch. Everybody watched The Grinch. My auntie told me about The Grinch. You know, my mom told me about The Grinch. And for, you know, and, and anytime Christmas came around, you know, if you were watching, either you were watching Rudolph, Frosty, or you were watching The Grinch. Like, they were classic, classic, it was a classic, you know, movie, sorry, that came out back then that everybody loved, everybody gravitated to. Because The Grinch was this kooky character who just hated Christmas like who hates Christmas like no like who 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 just hates the thought of Christmas being together with your family your friends and then he just like and then he hates it so much he attempts to try to steal Christmas that's how crazy it was but that's why I love the Grinch but my all-time favorite Grinch movie has to be the 2000s version with Jim Carrey if you are a 90s baby or not like you love the Jim Carrey version it's like more like you know, real life, kind of. It's more like, it's, you know, if the Grinch was, like, a real person or, like, here with us today, like, this is how it would be, like, Whoville would be this type of place. But it was a comedy drama that was directed by Ron Howard. Um, it was written by Jerry Price and Peter uh, Seaman. It was based off of the 1954 uh, book. Also, idea. The whole thing has the same storyline, but I feel like in this movie, like, Jim Carrey really embodied, like, the Grinch, the character, because the Grinch for me, kind of reminds me of, like, Krumpus. If you don't know who Krumpus is, Krumpus is a Central European, um, idea of who Santa Claus kind of is. He's, like, this weird-looking spirit. He looks evil. He looks mean. He pretty much, like, if you're bad, then... Crumpus is going to come and get you. If you're good, then you get, you know, good things from Crumpus. And Crumpus won't bother you. And literally in, like, in Europe, I think it's in, like, Norway or somewhere in Europe, they literally have, like, a human Crumpus, like, walking around in the streets and all that, going after kids and shit like that. And, like, they tell the little story to their kids, but that's how they celebrate Christmas. Like, Crumpus is their Santa Claus. For us, we kind of made Santa Claus in, like, this, like, fat, jolly white guy. Um, who's like happy all the time kind of to appeal more to kids like you wouldn't be upset to go to this guy like Krumpus you'd be afraid of like I don't I don't care if Krumpus gave was nice to me or not I'm not gonna go by this guy I'm not even gonna be around this dude like I do not want to touch this guy like I don't even care if he has good presents or not oh I'm oh I'm sorry y'all my audio was getting messed up by a car but we gonna get through it. I'm on the the computer. That's why iPhones can do that. I mean, I Apple products do that. But anyway, I love Jim Carrey. He was my favorite Grinch. I loved, you know, when I was a kid and that came out, I remember the promotions for it. We went to Radio Shack one time and I seen like this little Grinch toy. He was like sitting on the little mini toy car and I just, I wanted it so bad, but my mom couldn't get it for me. But the Grinch, like, Jim Carrey embodied the Grinch. Like, he was this witty. He was evil. He was mean. Because I feel like the Grinches, they all had, like, kind of, like, different 
attitudes in a way. Like, they weren't all, like, the same type Grinch. Like, the first Grinch, like, he was, like, more mischievous. He was a menace, you know, maniacal and evil. He wasn't really motivated by anything. He was just, you know, mean because he was. Like, he just hated Christmas, like, and then he tried to steal it, and it didn't go the way he planned, and then he realized, you know what? I could fuck with these people. These people ain't too bad, which is kind of like the premise in the second story. But Jim Carrey, I feel like he really embodied it. He was more like Krumpus to me. Like I said, he instilled fear in everybody. Like everybody was upset with him. Like that's how they set it up to be. Everybody was like scared of him. They didn't want him around. Like he hated Christmas. Like he was evil. He was angry. He was deeply hurt by just Christmas in general because the backstory for it, it was like really hurtful. Like he came up in a family and the people around him just didn't feel, make him feel welcome, like, as a person, like, as a human being, regardless if it was Christmas or not. So, like, he had, like, this deep hate for people and for Christmas. And that's what I felt like drove him more for, like, the crazy side of, like, trying to steal Christmas. And, you know, because he was the oddball out. And I felt like he was forced to be alone. Whereas, like, in this new Grinch, there was a Grinch that came out in 2018, which, you know, kids today now loves I'm not a big fan of it unfortunately I tried to like it I tried to get on it but it was just not for me I just you know don't knock it till you try it watch it it's a great kids movie I know kids will love it but I just didn't like it because I just felt like the Grinch was just not the Grinch like he was just irritated by Christmas like Christmas annoyed him like it wasn't like he hated Christmas it just annoyed him like there's like a difference between when you hate something and when you're just annoyed with it like you can deal with something you're annoyed with like he he could walk up to people he could talk to people he basically had a friend who he was trying to basically say he wasn't his friend but he was his only friend and, sh- and and all that like he like he wanted to be alone like I felt like he just was like like he didn't really have a motive yeah he was like he had like a cre- like a backstory like he was a lonely orphan kid who didn't have a family and all that but I felt like that was just like because of his like non-family life it made him depressed about Christmas it didn't really make him like I hate Christmas because he had he had the opportunity to make friends he had the opportunity to be around everybody else just people ignored him and because he was a kid and he had nobody um but if he would have like you know been open to be like you know what I don't have a family I don't have this and that I'm still trying to you know, try to interact with people. If he would have tried to do that, I felt like he would have more than likely met a friend, met a family or whatever, because he had a friend at the end of the day. He just was like, it just didn't seem like he was like, I hate Christmas so much. I'm going to steal it. He, he was petty. He was petty at like watching the movie. He was petty during the whole time. Like he would knock the head off of a snowman, push something off of a counter, but it's not like he was like, like, he hated Christmas, and this is why he was doing all these, like, crazy little antics. Like, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey was crazy. Like, the, the way they made the the Grinch scene, he was, like, this evil, evil person. Like, in the first few scenes of the movie, it's my favorite, because it's so funny. He, he literally, he, when he's going into town, he sees these people on a bike, and the bike literally falls apart. These people get messed up because their barks fall apart. Their stuff gets ran over. Like, they just get all messed up and all that. And he's just like, man, somebody vandalized that vehicle. 
He's like, Max, see, I told you this is a dangerous place. And then you see him having this the saw right behind him. Like, first of all, he used the saw to damage these people's property. And he didn't care that it caused bodily, physical harm to them and that it messed up their stuff. And not only did he not care so much about committing that crime, he gave his crime weapon to children to run with and told them to go run with it. Like, that's evil. That's mean. That's somebody who hates Christmas and hates people. Not the not the Grinch in the, uh, in the 2018 version where he's just being petty, where he's just like, you know what? I don't like you, so I'm going to bother you. Blah. We'll get over it in a, in a few minutes because it's like those people were super happy and cheerful, but it wasn't like Jim Carrey where people were just like, darn messaging. <laughs> where those people were just like, you know what? We don't like you. We don't want you around. Don't ever come around because you just, you're just evil. You're just evil. Like, even when he, like, after the hubilation, he just, he messed up the car. He burned down the tree. Like, he, he created so much havoc. He created so much havoc. And it's like messing up people's mails. And it's like, that's evil behavior. Compared to, like, in the 2018, he was just petty. And even in, like, the the 1966 version, he was evil too then. Like, he was cutting up, you know, the floor and all that in people's houses. He was, like, he, he had his sinister things, especially his smile. Like, I love his smile in the 1966 version. Like, he has, like, this crazy kooky smile, which is really cute. Um, and I, I don't know, I just feel like those two versions are more, for me, compared to, like, this newer age version was just trying to appeal more to the kids of this generation, which, you know, that's how, you know, things should shift, you know, they should be for the kids of this generation, but I just felt like they should have kept it more, I don't know, like, the Grinch, not like this sad, depressed creature who just was lonely and searching for somebody to help him. Because that's what I felt like it was. That I just didn't feel like it was like, oh man, the Grinch, like, he hates Christmas. Uh, but moreover that, there is a musical, if you guys did not know that, there is a musical on Hulu right now. It's called The Grinch the Musical. And I love theater. I love theater plays. I love watching musicals. That is my ish. So I will definitely be watching it. Um, I've got to take some time out to watch it, but I definitely can't wait to watch it. It's going to be so much fun. Um, so if you haven't watched it, I encourage you to watch it. I can't do a review on that one right now, but I will um, in the next episode just to tell y'all how it went because it went great, um, which the episode drops tomorrow because this is the 12th day of Christmas podcast special i want y'all to love it like it and you know have some fun you know you're gonna be back you're gonna be back for sure um and the grinch is just you know christmas for me that's why i wanted to do this movie review so much um but let's get into some facts i did look up some facts for you guys about um you know the grinch and different things you that you probably didn't know so here's the first one Jack Nicholas and Eddie Murphy auditioned for the title of The Grinch before it eventually went to Jim Carrey. And I don't know if you guys have been seeing on social media lately, but there's a picture circulating right now of 
Jim Carrey fully dressed up as the Grinch and Eddie Murphy fully dressed up as Mr. Clump um, for the movie The Clumps or, you know, one of them, that I believe it was for The Clumps, um, or The Nutty Professors. Either way, he, he was dressed up as Mr. Clump and he uh, they both took a picture together and I thought that was so crazy because I found out both of the movies were being filmed around the same time, literally across the street from each other and that's why they got such a good picture. Um, in their costumes together because that's rare. You don't really see actors who are dressed up in full costume unless you're doing that movie together, uh, take a picture together in full costume. So they were doing two different movies, two smash movies, two different movies, um, and they were able to keep that iconic picture. And the fact that Eddie Murphy was up for the role, it just makes you think how different would the Grinch be if Eddie Murphy was the Grinch? Because I thought about that. I was like, you know, would I like Eddie Murphy as the Grinch? Because I no Eddie Murphy slander. I love Eddie Murphy. He is the goat for sure. But I thought about it. I was like, would it be the same effect if Eddie Murphy was the Grinch as if Jim Carrey was the Grinch? Because Jim Carrey has this way of really getting into his character. So does Eddie Murphy and really getting into his characters though and just bringing out that kooky, witty, comedic side of it whereas Jim you know Eddie Murphy he'll really embody that character and you'll really be like oh man that's you know that's him because there's moments where I'm just like man like this is just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey but then I'm just like you know he's but he's being the Grinch though like you could tell the difference between Jim Carrey and the Grinch but it's like I don't know how how different it would be I would be there for it because I think he would be great but I don't know if I don't know I would still love the movie either way, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Comment and let me know what you guys think. So the second fun fact is the first round of makeup for the Grinch took eight and a half hours. And on average, three hours each day after that, Jim Carrey had to have it done over a hundred times for the course of filming. Do you know how long that is? Do you? That is long. That's like a whole shift of work. He literally worked like, Went to work all day just to get his makeup on. To then go and shoot. Like, and then you never know how long shooting would be. So it's like, how long? And and the makeup for the Grinch was amazing. Amazing. Like, he looked like, like a different type of creature, but he still looked human. Like, the makeup was amazing, but it's like, a hundred times? That's dedication for you, okay? I I just seen the other day Tom Cruise hung off the side of a a big old airplane and did it eight times just to get a shot for a Mission Impossible. Like, these actors would be dedicated. When I tell you dedicated, dedicated. <laughs> Uh, but Jim Carrey, he describes the costume and prosthetics as literally like being buried alive every day and was trained on how to cope with it by a man who teaches CIA operatives how to endure tur- torture. That's wild. He had a CIA operative. First of all, it's not like you could just contact the CIA and be like, hey, bro, how can I uh, he send somebody out here? And, um, who, who's used to enduring torture or can teach me a little bit about how to endure torture so I can sit through this makeup flesh. Like, that's wild. I think I just grew a new appreciation because, like, the fact that he had somebody from the CIA teach him how to, you know, sit there and deal with that 
torture every day. That's crazy. And to be able to put on such a great performance. Man, that's why my hat goes off to Tim Carey. But that's kind of hard. A lot of actors go through a lot of mental breakdowns. I heard he went through a mental breakdown not that long ago. Um, A lot of actors do. Martin Lawrence went through one. I don't know if Tim Carey ever went through one. But uh, the dude that played the Joker, he ended up killing himself. Um off topic but it's still it's just like when you when you have to put on a different character and really embody that character you kind of could have some I don't know personality disorders from it especially having to go through the physical change every day for however long he had to do it he had to do it a hundred times that can do something to somebody you know at one point it was bad producers um it was so bad producers thought he was going to quit thanks to frisbee like contact lenses and the prosthetics being welded to his body well yeah i would uh i would definitely want to quit after that like having to do that so much and endure that so much like you're just like man did i really like want to do this but like what if they're like midway through the movie and you're like i don't want to do this like they'd have to start all over Ah, man, I don't think I would have liked that, that. But it's not about me. It's about his mental state. Mental health is real. Check on somebody, y'all. The lyrics of the song, Welcome Christmas, um, were made to mimic sounds of classical Latin. And although they were totally non-cynical, some fans asked for translations. Okay. Is that, like, the last indie scene when they're like, Fahu Doris, Fahu Boris? Probably. I don't know. That's interesting, though. I wonder what part that's that's in. Welcome Christmas. Oh, the welcome Christmas. My slow ass. Oh, my God. Yo, leave me alone. Leave me alone. So, there are 40,000 computer-generated trees in the opening shot sequence alongside one single snowflake magical. Wow. That's cool. I think this is all about the Jim Carrey version, though. Now I wanted to give y'all facts about them all. Hang on. I saved another one. Hang on, y'all. Hang on, y'all. Ten facts about the Grinch that may surprise you. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Nope. 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 I should have just stayed. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, they were all about the Jim Carrey one. It's all good. We're going to go back to that one then. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought I had, like, this um, list of, like, fun facts about all the uh, Grinches. I guess I didn't save that one. I'm sorry. We're going to get through it. Um, number seven. The actors and extras who played the Who in Whosville had to go to Who school to learn the way Who's behave and act through choreography, which is so dope. A lot of people should do that for their ensembles or their extras in their movies. You know, have them go to extra school or ensemble school or whatever. Just to make sure that they know how to act like that character in the background. So you're just not like, like giving everybody direction every five minutes. I I do film and I recently just shot for this film, for this miniseries that I'm doing with these two comedians. And I will tell you that, yes, direction and making sure people know who they are in the story and the storyline 
really helps for filming and editing purposes because people need to know what they're doing at all times and you have to actually give them play-by-play of what they're doing because then they'll just start like oh well maybe I could do this no 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 you're supposed to do it like this that's it uh but I'm gonna leave it on one more fun fact for y'all I don't want the episode to run that long but in Dr. Seuss's original storybook the Grinch is black and white with pink eyes. Um, and it was only in the animated film that director Chuck Jones decided to make him green. Hmm, interesting. What if the Grinch was just a black character? That would tell what that would explain why in the uh in the Jim Carrey version, he was so discriminated against, you know, because kind of like he was like a black man. But you know what? You know what? That's why now I could see Eddie Murphy playing it, because I think that would make the whole discriminate discrimination part more, I guess, uh, emphasized. But I guess you don't want to do that because you don't want to try to make it more about race so much. So. That's interesting to think about. Maybe that's probably why he didn't get casted for it. Oh, and I'm going to leave y'all with this one, actually. Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton almost directed the movie, but he had a conflict with 1999 film Sleepy Hollow, so the role went to Ron Howard instead. Oh, imagine if The Grinch was a Tim Burton film. I think it would have been a lot more maniacal and a lot more creepy if everybody think about it. But if Christmas, if there was a Tim Burton film, I don't know. I I wonder, is everybody like, would everybody be down for that if they remade The Grinch in like a few years, but as Tim Burton's version? I think everybody would like that. I I would definitely like that. That would be interesting to see that. I kind of want to see that. I don't know I'm kind of want to see that I'm, in, I'm intrigued now I love Tim Burton I love his films I love his work uh I love his cartoons so just think about that because I was on TikTok the other day and this guy drew the Grinch as like Tim Burton filming he was kind of like weird looking but I don't know I would be down for it so tell me what you guys think but I'm gonna end the episode off with that I thank you guys for joining me. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We did talk about The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie um, of all time. And I know it's a lot of everybody else's favorites. Um, So please like, share, comment, tell me what you guys think of the episode. Follow me on social media. My Instagram is smhpodcast96. And my Twitter is smhpodcast1. That is the app for it, smhpodcast1. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you guys had a great episode. Drive home safely if you are driving and listening to this podcast. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much and have a great day. Talk to you guys soon.